0: So are you, are you just, are you living, um, are you staying like with family or are you staying like by yourself?
1: I'm staying with
0: family. Uh And so there's that. Yeah, but. There's an extra add on. Y'all like just in terms of like family drama or just like being annoyed with your family sometimes?
1: It's, Yeah. Because like it, it's moving from being so independent to now being in someone else's household
0: yeah. and abiding by their rules else's rules yeah. and it's like okay. Yeah, so you're I guess you're just feeling like you're, you know, back in high school, I guess.
1: Yeah, it's a it's a definite like culture reset for me.
0: Yeah, that sucks um are you like are you able to like s- well so so it's like it's like on the one hand you really want that human interaction and stuff and then on the other hand you're like de- like my family get gets on my damn nurse and I wanna like get away but then it's like yeah you want I guess another thing you're missing is like that independence that you that comes with like just being able to live by yourself or like live yeah. away from home yeah. You know? It's just like the balance for my life
1: is like for everyone's life is just like thrown out of whack. Yeah. And I feel like a part of this like pandemic that a lot of people aren't actively talking about is how it affects your mental health.
0: Mm. Yeah.
1: Like yeah. we're we're so concerned about like are we physically healthy, which we should be concerned about, but also like check in on your friends like mentally
0: yeah. like yeah. all
1: of a sudden we're confined to these spaces and then you're like missing actual like sunlight and like yeah. you know
0: yeah yeah I, I guess I I guess I I guess I've been feeling okay because I've been feeling Well, despite being surrounded around like white supremacists, um, in this in this state, um,
1: yeah. How are you? (laughs) How
0: is that? It's actually like I've gotten used to it. Before I was scared with the protests and shit happening, where the white supremacists were hijacking the Black Lives Matter protests right downtown here. I was like, oh, this is a new level of just like white hatred I haven't seen. And yeah, mentally, yeah, it did it did fuck with me for a while. I had nightmares. I just could not go to sleep. Mine was racing. I um like- I was ha- and I was having like some of the weirdest night dreams. Like, I mean, nightmares, like one of my nightmares. I woke up screaming at a plant. And it's just like, where is my mind what is my mind doing it doing to me why am why is this a nightmare (laughs) i don't know
1: exactly like there's a full attack on all the senses at this point because like i was i went to like one of the the protests Mm. and i left that protest and i
0: could not sleep that night like I took what, that energy. What with. and if you I mean, uh I'm recording right now. Did you did you want me to include any of this or do you uh not want me to? And, oh, it's totally fine. Okay. Um what what about it kind of like made it so that it was hard for you to sleep after going to the protest? Was it was it a peaceful protest? Oh, it was a peaceful protest, and the energy there was just, like, nothing I've ever experienced, it felt like all of us were on one
1: accord, and there was honestly just support for one another in that space, Mm -hmm. but it was also the fact of, like, leaving
0: it and being, like, once you've been aware of something, that's not something you can just, like, put aside. Yeah, And so my brain is
1: in, like, this override mode of, like, now I'm being bombarded with all these issues at once, at one time. And
0: it's like, I can't go anywhere without seeing a Black person being just... Yeah, Yeah. murdered. Attacked. Murdered, yeah. Um, Yeah, that's why I've been limiting my social media, um, because when the protests and things um, started happening... I, I found myself, I was, like, on Twitter a bunch and just seeing... Because the news does, won't show you, like, the actual riots that are happening. So it's like, okay, I want to see what's going on. And you stay up for three hours watching a Facebook Live. um, And it's, like, of all of that, just destruction. And then you wake up the next day and all you see on Twitter is, like, more and more deaths. Like, the, the amount of like black trans women that have died like in this period is just like really alarming. And like, it seems like each, Oh, and then they just found a, a trans, uh, a black trans person hanging from a tree uh, up in Portland, two hours away from here. Um, Like, and yeah. That's
1: like, and then there's like that the, the information
0: of knowing it first off. Yeah. And then the images circulating around and videos, and it's like, and it's like, I can't
1: go back to sipping coffee after that. Yeah, yeah. Like I have to, I I actively have to be doing something mm. to be combating this.
0: And because what, like my life is, it's always been in danger, but like the shift in the yeah. air that now there's something being done about it. Yeah. What There's wh- like action being called
1: and we're focused and we have, you know, an objective and we're all working together. We have the manpower. So it's hard to just be like, okay, this is my regular everyday yeah. life now. Let me go watch, binge watch America's Next Top Model. Like, <laughs> I can't.
0: Yeah. So what what are some things that you're doing to... like, feel like you, or or to make that change, like, are you, like, just actively engaging with communities online, or are you going to more protests, like, what are, what, what would you say that you're doing to, like, you know, not go back to just normalizing the deaths? It,
1: for me, it comes down to changing, like, everything that I do now has to go some towards some focus of actively dismantling the system yeah yeah so
0: when I say that I mean yes my social media platforms of course yeah but also I mean like as a theater practitioner yeah that means I already my main focus is of course telling black stories yeah.
1: But now I've gone to where I was, I was, I had to take a moment because I was just really rolling over that idea. I thought I was like, let me just quit theater all What? Because at first I was like, I don't think that performance is putting me into the, in the position
0: to where I can actively dismantle the system. But yeah. What, what made you think that? that I need to be just in a different position? What made like, you think that like originally? What made you think that originally that you couldn't be, you couldn't use performance as a way of dismantling?
1: Because not that you can't use it, but in the the area that I'm in, uh-huh. at you know, in Alabama, Montevallo, yeah, there's not those spaces provided. Okay, and so a lot of times what you have is just white rooms. Mm. You have white directors, you have white casting directors,
0: stage management behind John Chris. everything, you know. And so when
1: you bring all of that into factory,
0: uh-huh. being on stage, I couldn't, I couldn't find myself just being on okay with going on stage and singing and dancing and making like, like laugh. performing, you know? like for massa, <laughs> like that, like yeah. You're, so it's like, you're, 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 st- so are you still, fin I'll let you finish, I keep cutting you off. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're fine, it's just that
1: I decided, I, I discovered that the the positions, if I want to see something change, I need to be a producer. in a position where I can make that change.
0: Like a producer. So and, I need to, yeah.
1: instead of performance,
0: yeah. let me go and put my focus on being, you know, casting. Yes. Um, artistic directors. Okay. And put positions where you can actively okay. be part of that chain. Okay. Because okay. it's not that,
1: you know, it's just about, we, we have black actors, we yeah. have black playwrights. It's not that we have a lack of that information mm. or the lack of that, like, skill. It's the fact that we don't have, other black people in higher positions to get those black people there. Yeah to start telling those important stories.
0: Yeah, I t- I, okay. So I wanna I wanna go back to that. But I actually've been meaning to talk to you because you know originally I'm I talked to you about like how I wanted to open up a theater. Um yes. now I'm thinking I'm thinking of doing so I'm thinking of just Trying to like be a producer, like like getting to that, like I'm I'm gonna produce an art show. Uh, my friend's creating some. Uh, my roommate is creating some just great art right now, and it sh- she said it's like inspired by like just what's going on. And I said, you know, c- because we live in like a this a rich white like city, rich old white city. I was like, yeah, we need to capitalize off of this, cause after the after coronavirus over you know white people are going to want to make uh try to make sure they're not racist so we need to just you know capitalize on it so we're going to produce it an arch- happening right now yeah <laughs> they are moving so quickly the diversify campaigns
1: the statements um what was it uh Sarah B just just like let go of their staff and i was like okay but this problem isn't
0: a new problem yeah that's the thing and it's like it's now only it's like n- now now they can't like they don't have any other distractions to uh ignore it because it's all over social media um but it's like why did it have to get on social media i mean it's all and it's always been on social media but exactly It's that more white people were talking about it, I think. So, or exactly.
1: Because, like, what's happening at this moment is not that, you know, black people are being more vocal. Mm -hmm. It's just that a lot of our white counterparts are taking the time
0: to take their privilege and do something with it. Just now because there's a pandemic and it's in their face. It's
1: in their face. They haven't... You have nothing else to do. You're to do. sitting in your house and then racism is smacking you in the face, mm-hmm. knocking at your door.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You have to resolve this issue now.
0: Yeah. But going back to the theater stuff, um, I'm thinking of... I want I wanted to talk to you about pr- producing a play and I'm thinking like I cuz I have this idea for like two plays. Um and we could just kind of like talk about them and and I we could both either I could write it and just send it to you and we can just work on it together um or I could just write it and then like we could continue to talk about the process of like actually like putting it on and um like I don't know how we would do that, but, like, obviously, I would, I guess, like, I would, like, video chat to, like, once, if we got it to the rehearsal stage, I would, like, video chat to watch stuff, and then and then I would come to see the performance, but, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I was, I was wondering if you would want to, like, maybe, like, see that, like, talk about producing something, like, if you were in the space to do that right now.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: That that's exactly where my mind okay. is. Okay. Okay. Um Okay. So why don't we talk about like that after we're done recording? Yes, definitely. Okay, because okay, right. I feel like we'll go on and on and on. <laughs> um okay. So yeah, let's record. Yeah, no. This has already been enjoyable. Just the six, these sixteen minutes. <laughs> um. I'm
1: oh, just on here being a mess. I'm on here trying to be honest.
0: No, that's what I want. That those that that's just we we right now. Honesty is honesty from black people is needed because I think a lot of times. Speaking for myself, a lot of times I just sit and really don't speak out a lot when racist shit happens or when white people say something problematic and like I'm like yeah that's tiring doing that and especially seeing just all of this like violence um around me I'm like yeah I'm not gonna do that shit anymore
1: it's like it's tiring and it's also like why is racism is not a black people problem. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's a white people problem. Mm -hmm. Like, there's no way around that. And so, I'm also, small sidebar, I'm really tired of this, not to say myth, because some people genuinely don't know. But for, I'd say for, for a good chunk of middle America, for a good chunk of white america. None of this was a secret.
0: Yeah, that's what I yeah. Yeah.
1: Like it wasn't been known. So like I mean it just doesn't make it's a lot of it doesn't feels really disingenuous, you know what I mean?
0: Exactly. It's because they have to respond they feel as though they have to respond to it now because it's on social media. Yeah. It's an image thing. That's all it like, is.
1: It's just, it's just like because it, the myth that like white America doesn't know about systematic. No, they do. Is they too do.
0: Too much for me. Yeah, it seems
1: really far fetched. Mm. Because like you're not gonna tell me that you know lynchings were a family event.
0: Yeah, it was a picnic.
1: So you're not gonna tell me that white no. America somehow knows its genealogy but doesn't know its heritage? Oh. Girl. I don't find that to be <laughs> true. Girl.
0: That I see mm, mm, Okay now.
1: Because at the root of the problem, I sincerely feel like white America isn't white America isn't afraid of terrorism white America isn't afraid of illegal immigration. White America is
0: very much afraid of being treated the way that it has been treating other people Mm -hmm. for Mm -hmm.
1: 700,
0: 800 years. Yeah, that's why they get mad that they have to be forced to wear a mask.
1: Exactly. That's, (coughs) That's the fear that took people to the polls in 2016. That's the fear that are that's having people actively risk their lives. And if I'm being quite honest, may I be honest? Yeah. I'd be afraid too. Because Mm -hmm. scientifically, energy is not created nor destroyed. So this energy has been kicking up and shuffling around. Mm. Somebody's got to be held accountable. Mm. And you are at this point, there is no in-between, there is no gray point either you are for or against.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Because being a bystander...
0: It's not gonna help. It's not gonna... It's not... It's not effective. It hasn't been effective. It definitely won't be effective now.
1: But ignoring it's not gonna make the problem solved. Yeah. Like, let's just be yeah. quite frank and quite honest about it. I feel like a lot of the conversations about racist or racism with conservative white people or Republicans in general is like, let's be civil about it. No, let's be honest about it. The truth is ugly. It happened. Nobody's asking for anyone to apologize. We're asking for someone to take accountability. Like, the first thing that I always see, something that like bothers me, that is usually used as propaganda, is that you know, well, I don't feel like I have to apologize for slavery. I didn't own any slaves. I'm not asking you to apologize for slavery. I'm still asking you to abolish slavery. Mm. Mm. We are at two different points in this conversation. Mm.
0: Mm-hmm. Well wow. Yeah. So that's because, yeah, because we it, disconnect come from yeah because it's like they they don't see that slavery never ended for for yeah it never ended there's always there are laws that were created so, so that it would stop progress if that can be if that's a word that can be used
1: it was just a name change, and it's in the the language.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The language isn't even dense. Like that, it all comes back to the fact that black America is extraordinarily upset, and we're more upset about the fact of the matter is that we know our experience. We know those truths. We have lived those truths, mm-hmm. and it's really asinine to experience those truths and be told and just be told that they didn't happen
0: like
1: gaslighting
0: but it's like it's like they don't think of themselves as the kind of terror that most people like that a lot of black people see them as Terror, not in the sense of I'm afraid of you, Terror as in j- just generally destructive to everything around you. Like white people don't, s- many white people don't see like that, and and I think if they they don't want to see it either, because if you if you really know your heritage, you would. Not question why you can't say, nigga, for instance.
1: Why? That is one of the things that always just nags my spirit. And I'm trying to get to that level where I stop giving racist people time with racist intentions. Yeah. Time. Yeah. You don't deserve my time. You don't deserve my energy. And nothing that you're saying has changed anything. Yeah. So like you don't you don't deserve this energy. But white people and saying nigga just really it it's always going to just irk my soul because us Reclaiming that word,
0: mm-hmm.
1: reclaiming how you know, taking over that oppression and making it something positive. If you have not experienced that oppression, then what are you reclaiming? You're <laughs> its,
0: power it's, it's power, yeah, power to yeah. call me a nigga. That's yeah. what you're doing, yeah. That is
1: directly what is happening in that situation yeah. because if you're not reclaiming the oppression you're reclaiming the, the power the spot of being an oppressor
0: yeah yeah. so you there's
1: there's there's no gray spot for me when it comes to that discussion there's no oh well I lived in New York and it was cool then oh I had a bunch of black friends <laughs> Oh I grew up black um, adjacent so I was always that one white person oh well Charge it to the game, and recognize that this is not about you. Hmm. There are deeper discussions to be had. The world is on fire. What are you doing about it?
0: How are you going to make sure all Black lives matter? Continue to matter even after you know this social because media trend. Are,
1: like if you are so connected. To black people, that yeah. you feel yeah. that you can say, nigga, you should be so connected to the black struggle mm-hmm. that you should be out here screaming mm-hmm. Black Lives Matter at the top of your lungs, the same way that when I go to these sorority parties and these Greek parties, mm-hmm. and y'all be yelling, nigga, to, to what, Bodak Yellow or whatever it is, mm-hmm. the new hot song.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Where's it- your confidence in? Where's your reassurance then? Where's the kinship then? Mm -mm. Because it wasn't there in the first place. Mm Mm-mm.